0: Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Volz, and we're here with Dr. John Gerlach, still in our sermon series, Telling God's Story, and we're just going to pause for a moment, uh, just talk about some questions uh, that people have sent in, some frequently asked questions, so let's just dive right in. John, are dinosaurs in the Bible?
1: That is a great question. Jordan, you want to take that first one? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think that's a, a great question. There's a lot of debate about that. Um, bottom line is there's a lot of words in the Old Testament that mm-hmm. seem to relate to, hey, this is some kind of creature sort of thing. And what you got there is uh, 28 times, actually, in the Bi- in the Bible, it mentions there's some kind of creature. It's translated different ways, dragon, mm-hmm. reptile, giant there's like this whole idea. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting, it's not like real super clear that that's what's being talked about, but it's obviously not something that would be, oh yeah, that's that's a horse. It's yeah. not that either. So yeah. it's definitely mentioned uh in the blog. We'll give some of the references for that, but there's several, I mean, there's 28 times. And so e- even in places like Psalms and mm-hmm. Isaiah, it's the, all these kind of creatures are mentioned. So not specifically, but yeah, it's there. So you would say yes. I would say, yeah, they're mentioned. Yeah, that's cool.
0: Okay, so the next question, uh, has science made faith irrelevant?
1: Yeah, I think people really struggle with science and faith. Now, see, my background science, mm-hmm. so I... You know, college. Just trust um, the science. Yeah, yeah, just go with the science. Just go with the science. (laughs) Um, I think the big question is, you know, one big question about science and faith is where did we come from? Mm -hmm. Well, the Bible gives us an answer. And to me, on these questions, what we're looking at is what the Bible says. If the Bible's pretty clear about it, I want to be real clear about it. Mm -hmm. If the Bible's not super clear, I want to find out the principle, the lesson, or whatever. But this one's pretty clear. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Boom! I mean, it's like okay, that's that's pretty clear, right? But okay, so but then you got science that says, all right, universe, fourteen billion years ago, you got that happened through a big bang that was about four billion years ago. Mm-hmm. That we are DNA as humans is almost totally identical to apes. You have got those things. So what do you do with? all that so yeah. people go well you're either you're either science or your faith i don't think you have to be either or i mean i i think science has some things to bring to the table for sure yeah, yeah. Um, but science goes this is what we think now we're going to find things to see if it it's true in other words it's the hypothesis it's an idea that's really the whole idea of science yeah. scientific method so I can go I can go real far with the science thing if people I can go deep with it. Yeah. I I can get boring with it even. I mean, it's I can go far, but the whole science thing is you got to understand science is definitely in the category of we have an idea mm-hmm. that might be true, that might not be true, and now we're going to look for evidence that confirms it or doesn't confirm it. Right. So for example, how do you get from fourteen billion years ago that everything started, and four billion years ago there was a big bang I mean when you trace a scientific that's a theory, yeah, uh, what I would say is that's a theory that still is waiting for some evidence to nail that one down because mm-hmm. there's no there's no rock laying around going, well, okay, this rock is you know fourteen billion years old, so therefore. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and and there wasn't a rock 14 billion years ago according to science. So you see what I'm saying? It's yeah. Just, no, it's it's understand. it's really people got to understand about science. Science is here's our idea, hypothesis, basically, whether you know, and then here we're looking for evidence to support that. Yeah. Some things are supported, some people are not. But people go with, well, that's what science says. No, science says this is what we think. And we're looking for evidence, and so to me. Uh, to me it takes faith yeah you got to have faith that 14 billion years ago the universe began mm-hmm. you've got to have faith in that I have faith in Genesis 1: 1 right in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth so to me it's kind of a yeah it's an interesting thing people are going to have faith and so and a lot of questions science can't answer I mean you can't go I'm just a science person okay then, are human beings of value? Yeah. Science doesn't have an answer for that. There's a lot of things that science can't answer. So uh, where I'm at, or personally, I would say, I, th- I think, sure, yeah, science helps us in a lot of ways, but science isn't the catch-all answer for everything. Yeah. It, science even says it's not, but people kind of go with that. Hey, I just, I'm just believing just science. science. I don't believe in the Bible. Yeah. I don't think you. I... I'm,
0: I'm team Bill Nye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because I have friends that are like, if I if I can't take something apart and like a clock, if I can't take that apart and understand how that works, then I I don't believe in that. Right. You know. And so right. therefore, I can. Then I believe in in mm-hmm, the clock. You know. Mm-hmm. I have tons of friends that have told me that. Right. Um, tons of relatives, and so it is interesting. And but would you say that like I think you did just say it. But there is evidence of a flood. Right. You know, there there's is. There's evidence. That no matter what kind of weird, you know, s- story people believe in, there is evidence of a flood and, and all those different crazy stories that are kind of ancient.
1: Well, exactly. Know? I mean, it's just, it's just like, I mean, going back to the idea of, you know, somebody goes, well, hey, no, I believe in science. I don't believe in the Bible. I don't believe in that kind of faith. I, so you believe the universe is 14 billion years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah that's a lot of faith right there. That's, that's, <laughs> I mean, faith. that's true. That's a lot of faith. So I, I don't, you know, I don't think people, um, kind of get that confused. So yeah. I don't think it, I think it's kind of a both. And there's parts of science that are true, but I'm going to go with the Bible and what the Bible says about how everything started. Awesome. Well, staying in that
0: same, uh, that same vein, John, uh, another question was what about evolution? And, and, you know, as Christians, we do believe that we evolve, you know, I mean, if you look at a Caterpillar that turns into a butterfly. There is aspects of evolution, but sure. if someone goes, you know, I'm Team Evolution. Mm-hmm. What, what would you say to that?
1: Well, it's interesting because you got strong Christians who say, "Well, I believe in evolution." Mm-hmm. Uh, you have strong Christians who say, "I believe God did creation mm-hmm. through evolution." Right. So you you have all kind of levels of this, so all kind of uh, perspectives on that. Mm-hmm. And, and so everybody's got their opinion. And I have my opinion. I have my thoughts sure. about the whole deal. Sure. But so let's just talk about it. To me, here's the thing. Um, creation evolution are two different questions, in my opinion. See, evolution is like how it happened and when it happened. Creation is who did it and for what purpose. Okay. And so the idea is I, I love what – Uh, dallas willard wrote he said in order for evolution to occur creation has to already be there wow okay okay so it's like this story okay i I always like this story now so to explain what about evolution here's my story that i'd like to tell okay so it's like this the scientist goes to god and goes god hey we don't need you anymore we've got it we've got it figured out it's really all science you are not real you're not relevant so the scientist is having this conversation with god and, you know, we can clone people. We can do all kind of stuff now. We don't need you. And God goes, okay, so you say you don't need me. Okay, let's put your theory to the test. Let's just make a human being like I did with Adam. Scientist goes, great. Scoops down a bunch of dirt. And then God goes, whoa, wait, wait. No, no. Get your own dirt. And so the idea is, you even if you go with evolution had to start with some. It, right. it really is two different questions. Wow! Because you have to have something to have evolution. There still has to be. How did it all get I've, started? I've never even thought of that before. Yeah, you have to. And then and here's the second thing. And this is this is my own thought processes. For a long time, I thought, you know, yeah, God could have used evolution. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean I'm not going to go hardcore arguing about that or anything. But here's the big deal. Honestly, I don't think anybody believes evolution. At least not com- completely and totally. Mm-hmm. And here's why. A 3-year-old uh is diagnosed with cancer. We don't go, "Hey, survival of the fittest." Sorry about that. Gosh, that's that's tough. But right. you know, it's nature, it's evolution, it's we inherently deep down go, "That isn't right." Wow. So I mean, obviously, parts, like you said earlier, parts of evolution, yeah, absolutely. But nobody totally believes evolution. That's crazy. Because if they did, we would have this kind of like, it's nature, sorry, your child just didn't make the cut. Mm -hmm. And nobody's going to do that. Nobody thinks that way. Nobody reacts that way. We're going to go to the, I mean, we're going to spend thousands and thousands of dollars on treatment we're going to get medical attention we're going to go fight to the end for that child's life we're not going to go "Eh, survival of the fittest just didn't make the cut sorry about that and i'm like so if somebody goes hey i I just i just totally believe in evolution my answer is always you don't totally you don't totally yeah. So I just think people have to question their own views there, and just go, but well, well, you know, and they can end up different places, and and that's that's fine. But so that that's my two thoughts on on evolution, anyway.
0: That puts a lot of things in perspective. Like when you really think about some things like that, it's like, man, like that is that's that's,
1: that's well. Crazy. Here's okay. Let me I, let me just read this yeah this quote from Richard Dawkins, who's an atheist, because so, because like if you go okay. No God. God's not in the mix at all. It says, the universe we observe is has precisely the properties we would expect if there is bottom line, no design, no purpose, no evil, no good, nothing but blind, pitiless indifference. Man, that'll just make your day. That quote. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, oh my it's like, gosh. Okay. It's all meaningless and yeah. it doesn't matter and that child doesn't matter. It's That's, that's what you end up with. And I, I just think deep down everybody knows that's just not totally it. It's mm-hmm. not it, what I'm saying. It's not the total answer. It definitely cannot be the total answer yeah. because, and I think everybody actually does know that. All right, John. Our last question is:
0: Why didn't God finish creation all at once?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the whole account in the Bible, Genesis one and two, you got several questions from that, and one key question is: Okay, if God's all powerful, He's all knowing, why didn't He just zap? hey, there you go, universe, creation, done, Adam and Eve, the whole bit, boom, done. Why didn't he do that? And I think part of it is an interesting principle that I think we get from how he did creation and how God does a lot of other things is, you know, he doesn't, he begins, it's just like when someone follows him or someone becomes a Christian, it's not zap, you're perfect, you're great, you're good, go to heaven, done. That's not how it happens. It's like, ah, you still got baggage. We're going to unpack some of the baggage. you got still some struggles. you still got some things to grow in. We're going to work on you. We're going to work on you. You've changed, Mm -hmm. but we're going to work on you. Mm -hmm. And so it's God kind of does the process mode. He just continually does process mode. Now, there's some things that would happen immediately at times, but that's not his normal operating procedure. And so what you have, I think, through creation is – this gradual unfolding of his plan, could he have zapped it? Yes. Obviously, if he's God, he can. Mm-hmm. But I think it kind of follows his pattern, so, so to speak, on big things. Um, and big things being when somebody's life has changed, yeah. when things like that, that's going to be a gradual process. And so to me, it just kind of shows how it unfolds his power and and honestly his love at times that he unfolds that step by step awesome i, I
0: saw a video too is kind of like uh even like a pregnancy is like you know that it takes it shows god uh-huh. you know yeah. the process yeah. of that so awesome well john uh any other thoughts on the on these subjects thank you so much for for sharing these i mean these are these are awesome things but any other things you would like to say
1: no, I think I think you know. There's some legit question, questions when we think about what we've looked at so far in telling God's story about creation, and then you know yeah. sin entering the picture and the fall and all that. Big questions. I mean, these are big, these are big, big questions. questions that are important. Yeah. yeah. So, John, why do bad things happen to good people? Yeah. So I think this is one we're going to just chase and unpack in a bunch of good ways. This is a big question. Uh, Job. If you go to the book of Job, he basically asked the same question. He said, why do the wicked prosper growing old and powerful? Uh, They say to God, go away. We want no part of you and your way. So it's kind of like, why does that happen? And so it's a great question, an important question. And I think there's a lot of painful things in life. And I think, obviously, we all face pain. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm sure people who are listening to this podcast Some people might be going through some real painful stuff right now, and a lot of hurt maybe that they're dealing with in their life. So this isn't just like a hypothetical, theoretical, well, let's just kind of talk about this abstract sort of thing. This is a real thing that people deal with. And and so I want to, you know, I think we'll unpack this one the best we can, but... There's a lot of answers out there right now. So let's talk about some of the answers. And you can kind of tell me, Jordan, if you feel like you've heard some of these. Like one of them is bad things just happen. It's just kind of like, hey, that's life. Bad things just happen. Kind of deal with it is kind of what goes with that a little bit. Mm -hmm. The second part of it is, well, it's karma. Mm -hmm. That's karma. There's good karma. There's bad karma. Karma is... Whatever you put out there, that's what's going to come back to you. Right. You know, that it's like this kind of the universe equalizes over time. So if bad things are happening to you, that means you did some bad stuff. Sure. So we we tend to use karma for somebody else. We don't really tend to use (laughs) karma for ourselves much because uh, I had a flat tire and I don't know how that happened. Yeah. No, if you you know no, it's because you you know did that bad thing mm-hmm. you know Tuesday absolutely <laughs> you know, or, or whatever if, if you're going to go with it, but the Christian the Christian perspective is really different than karma. Obviously, there's some truth to the whole idea of good and bad. You know, you put out good, you're going to get good. And there's some truth to that. I mean, some actually biblical truth to some of that part of it, but not karma in general at all. Mm-hmm. The Christian perspective is, I, I, I think. It's kind of like where people make the mistake where they think, well, if I'm a Christian, then everything should be just great. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of like if I'm a Christian, then God's just going to just I'm going to be blessed this way and that way and this way and everything's going to go smooth, no problems. I'm never going to have an argument. I'm not going to have a flat tire, obviously, sure. because God's going to bless me. I'm not going to have any of that. But that doesn't really it's really not the point at all. There's basically the reality of it is there's lots of reason why bad things happen in this life and mm-hmm. why there's painful things. And so we're going to – I think we're going to kind of chase some of those as we go through. But one thing I always point to is what Jesus said in John 16:33, which is basically this. Look, in this world you will have trouble, mm-hmm. but have peace because I have overcome the world. So to me, that's kind of where we need to live Yeah, is – Hey, things are not going to go great, but Jesus is basically saying, "So turn to me. Don't find your peace in it was a good day, bad day. Did bad things happen? So I'm I'm wrecked, or you know. But we have to deal with some of this stuff. So how do we deal with some of this stuff? And where does this bad stuff come from?
0: Yeah, if we could, John. I mean, you mentioned a lot of stuff there. What does the Bible say about this subject? p in, in specifically.
1: Yeah, I think the whole idea of, you know, if you just um, follow God and everything's going to be great, well, tell that to somebody in a third world country yeah. who's being persecuted for their faith. Yeah. I, I don't think you can even go with that. You've got biblical examples where John the Baptist gets beheaded. I don't think he was having a good day that day. Uh, he did a lot of good things, though. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you've got all that kind of stuff. So, basically, you even got Jesus, who lives a perfect life, Mm -hmm. and then suffers for our sins. So it's not that everything's going to be great. It's not going to be problem free. So the Bible very clearly says it's not a karma mode, and it's not a everything's going to be great mode, because God's in your life. Mm -hmm. Neither one are really true.
0: I think everyone has their own perspective of why bad things happen. You know, you talked about karma, and there's been some, some times in my life where I'm like, man, is karma real? Like, um, yeah, like, even the flat tire stuff, it's like, man, maybe karma is real. But living in a church household, I was reminded that karma is not a real thing, but, you know, it kind of rains on the just and unjust type scenario. But um, how does that factor into, like, a Christian perspective of, of why bad things happen?
1: Yeah, I think there's some key reasons, and I think one of the key reasons that we just need to put as a baseline is that kind of what we've done in this whole series of telling God's story, part uh, part two, mm-hmm. you got part one's creation, and it is good. God goes, it is good. I made this. This is good. Part two, though, is it's not so good anymore, yeah. and that when sin was in the picture— it's a broken world. People are going to die. People are going to get diseases. People are going to make horrific choices that affect other people. And it is just a broken world. We live in a broken world. Mm -hmm. It is just a reality. It is just how it really is. So we are, the world is corrupted. So bad things are going to happen because of some, some of it's just that there are things like a pandemic. There are Mm -hmm. things like cancer. I mean, I, I at the very core of my being hate cancer. I mean, I have just had to deal with so many people who have had to deal with it, and tried to help and try to step in, and so I've just seen it over and over again. So I just got to the place where I just you know despise cancer, but it's part of this world Mm -hmm. that that kind of thing can happen.
0: How? And I'm I'm going to kind of go back and forth here, John, but. Do you feel like it changes our perspective when we realize that the world is corrupted, or you know, we realize that Satan does attack us? Do we have to kind of, I mean, how do we how do we fluctuate through that? How do we realize? Yeah, I that? think there's
1: two things. You know, it's kind of okay. I'll throw a little C.S. Lewis in here. It's kind of like that. He he talks about how that we have this. We kind of deep down know this isn't right. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it, I think to me, he explains it, and I think it's a good explanation that there's a spiritual part of us that God puts in everybody. To go, this isn't the way it's supposed to be. I mean, this, and it's not. It's not the way it's supposed to be. That's part three and four of mm-hmm. you know God's story of He redeems and He restores. You know, it's like full circle. We're going to make this thing right in the end. And yeah. It's going to be restored, but you have this. Sin and then you have the possibly. I mean, you have this other piece, the second answer. So one is just the world is mm-hmm. sinful. Mm-hmm. The other answer, a second answer, is you know we're in a we have this spiritual battle that we're all in, and Satan is involved in that. And basically, we're going to get attacked. I have always felt like drugs and addiction yeah. are one of the poster child for. How Satan destroys us. You know, Satan destroys us. What does that mean? You know, is it, you know, we're burning candles or? Yeah. No, no, no. It's like drugs. Yeah. I mean, it's stuff like that. I mean, how many lives get just ruined because of some things that turn out to be some sort of addiction or stu- something? Mm-hmm. So we're in, there's this unseen world that we all live in that affects us, mm-hmm. and we're in this battle, and so. You know, I, so th- I think that's the second reason. I think we're in a spiritual battle. I think we're in a broken world. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And John, I've actually um, this was one of the questions that were were brought to our attention, but I've also been kind of talking through this with my friends and my and my buddies. And so, hopefully, to the listener today, this this helps and we can dissect this a little bit more. But we understand that there is this spiritual realm that Satan does attack us, and there is sin in the world. But do you feel like since we have free will that this is a whole new perspective because do you feel like, okay, we put a lot of emphasis on the devil and stuff like this but do you feel like that's caused by our own doing and do you feel like free will has a factor in that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I always feel like we're our own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I, I can talk about, you know, I have there's these bad influences out there that content me, sure, but honestly, bottom line, I'm my own worst enemy and everybody is, mm-hmm. I think, because we can... And I can rationalize the world away. I mean, I can come up with 10 reasons why this bad choice is really a good choice before Mm -hmm. I make it. Oh, yeah, no, I I can talk myself into most anything. I think anybody can. So to me, that's an example of free will. We have a choice. And it is, you know, we are free to love God. We are free to turn our back on God. Mm -hmm. We are free. And that free will you have the good part and you got the bad part you can't have the good part without the bad part if you only have the good part which is kind of people's question about why is there bad things happening it's kind of like why doesn't god make it all good well if god made it all good then there's no real choice there's no real you know it's it only happens because there's a bad choice as well as a good choice um you know and i think the whole question is why do bad things happen to good people I think the question has a little bit of flaw in it because who's the good people and who's going to pick? Mm-hmm. I, I kind of want to know who the good people are. We just got really deep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, real deep. that was really deep. Really <laughs> deep. But really, who is? I mean, who are the good people? I mean, are the? Is it? You know, what's the criteria? What is? You know, mm-hmm. uh, it it would get pretty muddy pretty quick. Yeah. About. Okay, why do bad things happen to good people? I mean, I would say there's not good people. And ultimately, it's bad things happen to all of us is how I would say it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like the good good people, bad per people. You know, who... I mean, that's just a slippery slope when you say, who's good? Because we judge on some outward stuff. Yeah, we do. We don't know what's going on in that person's heart or life. Or here's this person we thought were great, and all of a sudden we found out the real story. And, you know, all this time I would have put them in the good category, but now I'm going, not so much. And so it's hard to judge that, I think.
0: And psychologically, you never hear people go, man, why do good things happen to bad people? Yeah, And we're always asking that question, why do bad things happen to good people? It's probably because everyone is saying that, you know? So that's that's very interesting. I I love what you said there. John, any other thoughts on this subject?
1: Yeah, I would just say, to me, a really good question, a better question, is instead of what we've been chasing here of why do bad things happen to good people, is why do good things happen to bad people? Mm -hmm. Why do we ever get blessed? Why do we have... Um, these things happen that we don't deserve? Why do all those things? And to me, it just shows God's mercy and grace to all of us, how that he helps us, he blesses us, and, you know, he sent Jesus for us. And so it is in tragedy, I see people questioning God, and I get that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the thing that we've got to, I think, realize, it is that we can, as we walk through that tragedy or pain, We can also get closer to God than we've ever been. Awesome.
0: Well, there you have it. Uh, You know, all of us have a long way to go, and it's by the grace of God that we are still here. And so we hope that this has blessed you today. We're so grateful that you've tuned in and listened. Uh, Pastor John, thank you so much for sharing this word. We hope to see you next time. God bless.